0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Mold Matters podcast. Uh, Jeremy Evans here with uh, the one and only Mike Adams. Thank you. And uh, uh, we're excited to do another podcast. And actually, this is a very interesting podcast because as weird as it sounds, we're not actually going to be talking about mold. No mold. And I feel like maybe we should even change the name of our podcast. Bacteria Matters. Yeah, (laughs) Bacteria Matters. But there's a good reason why we're talking about bacteria on a Mold Matters podcast, don't you think?
1: Yeah. Um, oftentimes, and you know this, Jeremy, w- we will do a, an inspection in a home. And, you know, we're looking for different things like, um, you know, carpet in bathrooms, fans that don't work. We're looking for visible mold. And oftentimes we'll go into a bathroom and the we'll point it out or the customer will point out, we, we had this pink stuff on our shower curtain, and more times than not, in fact, I think almost every time, the customer will say, I don't know what that is. Is that mold? And so we did some research, and that is actually not mold.
0: No. It is not mold.
1: No. And neither of us want to pretend we know how to pronounce it, but we're, we're going to attempt.
0: Yeah. Go for it.
1: So, Racia Marcensens. Marcenses. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying it all day, and now I can't say it. Seratia mm. Marcensens. Marcessens. Marcessens.
0: Seratia Marcessens.
1: Or, if you want, Seratia.
0: Yeah, Seratia. I like
1: Seratia. SM for short, Seratia yeah, Marcessens. Cerecia. Good. Uh, yeah, is good.
0: good. Actually, s- yeah, named after... We won't go into the history of it, but... You basi- know the history, don't you? Yeah. Serati, yeah. this physicist... The guy who found it, Bartolomeo Bizio.
1: That that actually is amazing. You can remember that.
0: Yeah, he looked. He he uh, he wanted to honor this famous physicist with last name Cerati and then uh, then they took Marsessines from this Latin word that means decay, because hmm. um, because the the red pigment that kind of makes it look pinky orange will kind of fade away over time. So they kind of hmm. combined those two, and then there you have. The C- word?
1: Seratia and the other stuff.
0: <laughs> marcessens <laughs> Yeah. We had to, we're had. we not ashamed to say we had to Google that pronunciation. Yeah, we really did. Yeah. But, but we're... Yeah.
1: We've known for a long time it was a bacteria. Yeah. We haven't known as much as we know now. That is true. As much as I've
0: talked to you, Mike, yeah. you've, you've told me, like, look, that's a bacteria. Yeah. Uh, and and not, not to be mistaken as mold, but in many ways... I don't know that it matters.
1: No, in fact, um, I had a conversation with a gentleman from um, Illinois just this week, and he is kind of an indoor air quality expert, and he was introducing himself, and he said, you know, what we're finding more and more um, lately is that the bacteria load in a home is every bit as important to the health of the home... Or as mold is and he said maybe even more critical as far as people getting sick from their indoor environment mm. so mold is mold is big bacteria may be even bigger
0: Wow interesting so there's you know we talk frequently of the mold load but you're saying there's a the bacterial yeah. load and this uh, Mar- uh, serratia marcescens plays into that I'm sure
1: yeah yeah it can it can become airborne it uh, like mold puts out uh, mycotoxins Bacteria puts out endotoxins. Yeah. I mean, it can can make you very sick.
0: Yeah, and let's, you know, let's talk about it a little bit more. So it's in in the bathrooms. Um, uh, I think, I don't know, but I would venture to say everyone's seen serratia marcescens in their life. As you pointed out before this podcast, I know it very well because it's in my shower right now.
1: And we were just talking to our producer, Morgan. Morgan says she has it
0: she has she had it in her previous right,
1: one. right, not her yeah nice, fancy new home, but yeah,
0: so I think yeah. everyone can relate to a an orangish pinkish substance, it often formulates in fact, your wife told me you guys had it in one of your old houses in the yeah. corners of the bathtub, yeah, um it'll often attach to that lower part of your curtain, yeah, um, and that'll discolor it, turn or mine mine currently is orangish, not so much on the pinkish side, but um. It does attract a bathroom similar to mold because it likes to feed off of moisture. So again, yeah. I think that's kind of why you confuse it with mold. It, it kind of has a, a a slimy, gooey look that yeah. sometimes is with mold, but but it, moisture is a big it, part of it. It
1: loves it loves um, just juicy, watery areas. Yeah. Um, it also loves uh, soap scum. Um, scum, I guess that's the word. Soap deposits. Yeah. I've been told by other people, I, I can't find this actually in writing, but I've been told by people that if you use bar soap, um, that is more likely to end up as a food source for serratia than a liquid soap, because mm-hmm. whatever bar soap has in it that makes it hold together as a bar, um, that also leaves a lot of deposits, a lot more deposits, but it, it truly is the fatty deposits coming off of the soap that serratia loves to feed on. Yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, before we go into maybe some practices to get rid of the serratia marcescens in your bathrooms, um, I'd, I'd like to talk about, you know, because I, I don't, it's hard to say, you know, is, is serratia marcescens more dangerous to your health than this or that? But but there's a decent amount of evidence out there that says that serratia marcescens can, can be problematic to your health. They can cause some problems. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, both, both airborne and more, I guess, acutely. Um, we were talking about if you had an open wound. Say, say you had a cut on your toe, and you took a shower. Um, it's very impossible. Or it's very possible to get infected with that bacteria.
0: Yeah, in fact, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of the associations with health come in the form of wound infections, basically. So, wound infections. Yeah. Um, this article I found said eye infections. Um, have, if you like, you put your contacts in. Right. And there's some serratia marcescens that's gotten on there from your bathroom. Again, that's where yeah. you keep your contacts. Sorry.
1: No, no. Eye infections, um, they mentioned the uh, um, contact lenses. And also, it's it's a big deal when it comes to hospital-acquired infections. HAIs? Uh, HAIs, yes. Yeah. Um, we're talking, most people, when you talk about hospital-acquired infections, you think about Um, either MRSA or you brought up CDF, yeah. but uh, this is right up there with them. This is a big deal.
0: Yeah, I think I actually read a stat, 1.45% of hospital-acquired infections, which isn't a huge number, but when you consider the hundreds of thousands of infections that happen, I mean, that's a decent chunk that come from serratia marcescens. And
1: the other scary thing about serratia, you see, I avoid saying that Second, yeah, yeah. Serration.
0: You're on a you're on a first name basis. I am on a first
1: name basis with <laughs> Serration. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I just call him Siri. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, um, as far as hospital acquired infections, we did read an ad, or not an ad. I'm sorry, a, a uh, um, abstract from Science Direct, where it said that they had in this one hospital there was an outbreak of Serration that was found on the uh, breast milk pumps in this um, special care baby unit, kind of like a intensive care for babies. Um, it said 30 babies were colonized, luckily no deaths, but they traced it back to this um, breast milk pump. And um, this was wh- what I thought was really interesting about this article, is in the past they'd been disinfecting these pumps by soaking it in bleach or a bleach um, mixture. Mm-hmm. They just called it um, hypochlorite but that's i mean that's bleach yeah and they said they still had the outbreak and it wasn't until they started washing and i'm assuming they used some kind of a uh a soap when you say washing it's not just rinsing
0: but yeah, but the
1: big thing was washing at 80 degrees celsius which is hot which yeah which is 175 76 degrees so fair yeah yeah Right. So that
0: that was more effective at eradicating it than even bleach because yeah. you're yeah. soaking well, yeah,
1: I mean, it in bleach what's what's amazing
0: yeah, yeah it, it's it's one of those things where we it's going to be a, an ever going debate you know bleach is often talked about in terms of mold you know there's the debate right. there and yeah. and now we've we've even seen different people talking about how bleach can be a solution for staurachion marcesens but then mm. you know you point out some of that okay. evidence where no, it's, it's just, suspect it's, it's
1: just not that great yeah
0: yeah and there's it, you know especially with things that are colored you know mold is often colored this yeah. is colored the mold will kind of discolor it giving you the illusion that i've taken care of it that has
1: gone yeah. and then yeah
0: then you kind of oh, i guess i guess it's gone I, um
1: i can't tell you how many people i have inspected a home they told me we had mold we tore up the floor to put you know hardwood down and we realized we had mold underneath the linoleum mm-hmm but we sprayed it with bleach, and we thought we were okay. Then we put the hardwood floor down, and here we are two years later, and my wife is sick. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's not it's not a good solution.
0: You know, and and uh, w- once you kind of get some formation of serration marcescens in a home, they say it's pretty dang hard to eradicate. Um, and again, I uh, it makes sense um, unless you're kind of doing you know what we do in our profession. We right. do kind of a full home basically take care of any microbe microorganism in the home that's kind of a big part of what we do as professionals unless you're taking that kind of approach uh i can see how you get that forming in your house it's gonna be really hard to get rid of it's tough stuff it really is it's pretty oh yeah i guess we could comment uh you know some bacteria you know are easy to kill some aren't and and this serratia marcescens for whatever reasons has kind of become very resistant. Yeah, the
1: article um, that I was reading it said even I- in the absence of nutrients, these bacteria can survive. Um, they can quickly transfer to a caregiver's hands into an exposed catheter in a hospital mm. and then onto an open wound. Um, this article also goes on to say when outside of a living organism starvation induced cross resistance is that it's most effective. Even powerful disinfectants may not eradicate serratia strains. In fact, populations happily grow in disinfecting foot baths in swimming pools. Mm. So yes, as you may have noticed, this slight pink color in your grout, in your uh, private or public bathrooms. This is serratia.
0: That's serratia. Bursary. Yeah. Mike, I, I never shared this with you, but I actually found this cool story. I'm going to share it real quick Kay. and then maybe we can talk whatever you want to say and 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 wrap up at the very end about, you know, some some good solutions if yeah. if if bleach isn't something you want to approach or use, what 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 can we use? But let me share this interesting story. You know how sometimes our government, you know, before they back in there's always these stories about how they didn't know how dangerous such and such was and they were using it, you know to feed our cattle. And then we realized, mm-hmm. you know, wow, that's really dangerous. It's one of those stories. Um, in in 1950, December 26th and 7th, the U.S. Navy conducted a secret ins- experiment named Operation Sea Spray in which balloons filled with serratia marcescens were released and burst over urban areas of San Francisco Bay. I don't know why they were doing that. I couldn't figure out from the article um the later the navy claimed the bacteria were harmless um but beginning on september 29th so just three days later 11 patients at a local hospital developed a very rare serious urinary tract infection uh-huh. so that's a very common one too with serratia marcescens yeah. urinary tract infections there's yeah. a correlation there um a- as well as other like you know just mm-hmm. wound infections and things and one of the one of the afflicted patients ended up dying um Cases of pneumonia increased after that. So anyways.
1: That is crazy. Kind of interesting, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that is crazy.
0: Crazy that they would just throw that over the population, first of all, but, let give know. this a try. <laughs> Let's see if this but, um, helps <laughs> <laughs> with something. I don't know. Yeah. Testing out your own biological warfare on your own people.
1: Well, I we don't help. live too far from Tooele, Utah, where that kind of thing happened a lot in yeah. the 50s and 60s. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so anyways kind of a weird story but um yeah i I guess because a lot of people kind of write it off like it's no big deal and i i I imagine there are things worse than serratia marcescens, but i think i think it's important to remember that it's it's not a good thing and you got to be careful uh if you see it in your home and need to eradicate it and probably more importantly do things to prevent it from coming
1: yeah, and in particularly realm. if you are already compromised, your health. You know, mm-hmm. it's, um, we see that with mold as well. It's, uh, many people can handle the mold without a problem. Yeah. Other people, they've had other been exposed to other types of toxins, and the mold toxin just puts them over the edge. Yeah. So. Yeah, but but it is good to treat it with respect and and get rid of it. What uh,
0: what what could someone do in their bathrooms to? so um, take care of it
1: yeah first and foremost you want to try to keep things as dry as possible
0: just like mold right just like mold. again, this is yeah. why we confuse it with mold yeah similar right. things you're gonna yeah. say right uh-huh Anyways, um, keep it dry
1: yeah keep it dry um, you don't want um, soap dishes that hold water in your bathroom
0: like putting a bar of soap there yeah you,
1: yeah. S- you see them all the time and, and the good ones are also the messy ones, the good ones are the ones that have holes in it, so that they drain the water, yeah, but they people don't like them because they're messy yeah um, and then and then just keep everything really clean in your in your bathroom, I think is probably one of the biggest things, along with keeping things dry. Uh, keep air movement in the bathroom if you have fans, make sure they run if you don't have fans, by all means get fans for your bathrooms yeah it's exhausting it's fans important yeah. yeah
0: i think it, I think cleaning your bathtub and like the tile around it is one of the least desirable chores to do at a house.
1: Yeah, I agree. And it's a bad angle. Have you ever noticed that? Just scrub? Yeah. It's just a bad angle. Especially you yeah. get low, yeah. yeah.
0: You get, you get yeah. in some of those corners. And, and so I think people easily neglect it. And yeah. then, so I think just keeping up on the regular, just clean. I mean, say you don't use the best cleaner in the world. I think it's better to just be regular in your cleaning than... Mm-hmm then have the best thing vinegar is always a decent option yeah. to break down some vinegar of the
1: and baking soda combined is good Vinegar yeah. and
0: baking soda combined scrub yep. those areas down uh, i mean this is a lot of people do this did i do this this morning so uh, after your shower your curtains wet a lot of people will you know it's still sticking basically to the side of the tub, tub yeah. and it kind of creates a seal there and yeah. kind of traps the moisture so it can't yeah. dry out so kind of flip it up over your your uh, shower. Bar or or some people find a way to spread it out, pull it over the edge so that it can air out more easily. Because I actually currently right now don't I don't have any in the bathtub; it's all on the curtain. And I think it's because
1: you know what you need to do, Jerry. What you need to invest the six bucks and get you a new shower curtain. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I mean,
1: talk to me after the podcast. Actually, talk to Morgan. Talk to Morgan. Yeah. Okay, Morgan. Okay. Jeremy needs six dollars if possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. If enough people listen to this podcast, right. <laughs> maybe we could get $6. If we could get
1: everybody send in 20 cents. <laughs> oh man.
0: <laughs> Anyways, well, I think uh I think we I think we covered that topic pretty well. Um, any concluding thoughts from you, Mike?
1: Um, no, it's just like a like we said uh, about Serratia. Marcess, yeah. Marcessens. Yeah. Um, yeah, it needs to be respected every bit as much as mold and uh and be addressed don't don't live with it because it will uh i will say it will it can make you sick
0: yeah all right thanks guys till next time
1: see ya